This is the CNY Hoops Nation podcast on FingerLakes1.com. This is the CNY Hoops Nation High School Basketball Podcast on FingerLakes1.com. Our podcast will cover Section 3 Onondaga High School Leagues, such as the Liberty American, the Liberty Central, the Liberty National, the Patriot American, and the Patriot National, as well as a select few teams out of the SCAC that reside in Oswego County. Every week, we are going to provide you with the past week's scores, and try to highlight some of the players and their contributions. And we will give you this upcoming week's schedule, as well as our pick for the games of the week. And we'll go over the standings for the leagues that we cover. And we will be having guests throughout our podcast. So stay tuned and buckle up, and let's enjoy a good ride. This should be a good time. I'm very passionate about the uh, high school hoop scene in this particular area. There's no other podcast like this around our area um, our goal is to be eventually able to live stream some games whether we do just audio or video and audio but I think it's a neat setup that allows these kids to really get more into their community and more more so that it allows the community to come involved with the kids during the high school athletics season um, you know you got family out of town they get to watch this on YouTube and on the fingerlakes1.com and hear it come up and they get to listen to you know the the weekend review and it can be their their son, their daughter, niece, nephew, grandchild. Uh, I think it just opens a lot of more community involvement, we'll say in the high school basketball scene. And um we're kind of modeling this after our friends over at fingerlakes1.com. They do the Upstate Hoops podcast. You know, Jim does a great job with that. It's kind of been a mentor to me with this, and I've always been intrigued by what he has done when, in my coaching career when I was coaching in Red Creek. He followed our team very closely. We had a very successful few years, and it really was neat to see the community, you know, jump on the bandwagon and ride the train with and a lot of it was brought to them through the podcast you know we had players who had family out of state that would watch every live game we played you know and they would look at the podcast every week to see the power rankings and and hear the interviews and see how the our red creek team had done so that's what we're trying to provide to this ohsls and the oswego county teams out of the sca scac So with that being said, let's move right along, and we'll get right into this past week scores, starting with Monday, January 13th, West Hill 91 at APW 35. Zach Brown led West Hill with 20 points, and Charles Standard led APW with 17 points. Homer 75 at Fabius Pompey with 33. Homer was led by Jarrett Wilbur, 20 points. Mike Kyle Franklin with 17 points. ITC 58, Hannibal 42. ITC was led by guard 
Edwin Seaton with 27 points. Hannibal was led by wing Jack Smith, 15 points, and big man Kyle Dixon with 12. And Cato Meridian, 67. Pulaski, 42. Cato Meridian was led by athletic wing Marcus Ramakis with 28 points. And Trevor Lockenheimer chipped in 11. Pulaski was led by Izzy Mullins with 13. Tully, 36. Onondaga, 51. Onondaga was led by Logan Nordman with 21 points. Moving on to Tuesday, January 14th. Jamesville, 93. Oswego, 51. Gunther Snore with 22 points for Jamesville. Peyton Shumpert, the son of SU great Preston Shumpert, with 16 points. James Cerrone, the son of Eric Cerrone at OCC College, with 11 points. And Oswego was led by Michael Douglas with 11 and Garrett Beesaw with 10. Phoenix, 38 at Casnovia, 52. John Dion led Phoenix Firebirds with 12 points. And Casnovia was led by Alex Mosh with 17 points. Jordan, excuse me, Mexico, 40 at Jordan Alberts, 57. Jordan Alberts was led by their big guys, including six foot six Dakota Holbrook with 22 points, and his twin tower partner Tyler Waldron with 13. Solve, 56 at Skinny Atlas, 46. Hannibal, 41 at West Hill, 74. Jack Smith led Hannibal with 13 points, and big man Kyle Dixon with 10. West Hill was led by Sam Aversa with 22 points. James Kelly III with 16 points. Zach Brown with 14 points. Central Square, 55 at ESM, 36. Central Square was led by sharpshooter Brandon Kulikowski with 15 points and Tim Giblin with 13 points. ESM was led by big man 6'10 forward Nick Peterson with 13 points. Marcellus, 62 at Chittenango, 53. Marcellus was led by Matt Kershaw with 16 points and Luke Ignani with 12 points. Chittenango was led by Bryce Bishop with 17 points and Alexander Lum with 12. Wednesday, January 15th, we had Cato Meridian 74 at Fabius Pompey 38. Athletic wing Marcus Ramakis again with 28 points to lead the Blue Devils out of Cato and Carter Abadi chipping in 12. Lafayette, 51. Port Byron, 31. Jack Coffey, Coffey, I believe that's how you say it. I apologize if I don't pronounce it right. Please email us at cnyhoopsnation.com, or excuse me, at gmail.com, and help me correct me if I pronounce it wrong. I do apologize. Uh, it'll be Jack Coffey with 17 points, Colin Morrell, 14 points, and for Port Byron, Cody Kurtz with 17 points. Onondaga, 43, at Pulaski, 40. Onondaga was led by Will Jones with 14 points, and Logan Nordman with 12 points and 10 rebounds. Thursday, January 16th. Watertown, 72, Oswego, 54. Watertown was led by Ryan Peters with 27 points, Marlon Hines Ventura with 20 points, and Oswego was led by Michael Douglas with 14 points, and Garrett Bishaw with 12 Hannibal, 55. Salve, 71. Hannibal was led by big man Kyle Dixon with 24 points. Jack Smith with 11 points. And James Summers with 10. Salve was led by Brock Bogosi, 20 points. And Elijah Wright with 20 points. ITC, 58. At Phoenix, 45. 
Edwin Seaton led ITC with 19 points and has Ozzy Goodrich with 12. Chittenango, 30 at West Hill, 66. Kyle Manwaring with 11 points for Chittenango and West Hill was led once again by Zach Brown with 15 points and James Kelly III with 14 points. Skinny Atlas, 68 at SAS, Syracuse Academy of Science, 78. Skinny Atlas was led by Nate Fouts with 28 points. Jack Wortley with 15 points. And Syracuse Academy of Science was led by Dale McMillan Jr. with 25 points. And Zacchaeus Smith with 18 points. Friday, January 17th, Central Square, 81. At PSA at Fowler, PSLA at Fowler, 35. Sharpshooter Brandon Kulakowski again with 17 points. And Tim Giblin with 14 points. And Fowler was led by junior guard Jalen Brantley with 12. Fulton, 60 at Homer, 56. Fulton was led by point guard Dom Abbott with 21, followed by big man Mark Shepard, Marcus Shepard with 18, and sharpshooter Jack Broderick with 15. Homer was led by Michael Franklin with 22 points, Derek Fickett with 17 points, Jack w- Jarrett Wilbur with 10 points. Canastota, 39 at Jordan Elbridge, 53. Jeremy Maley led the Jordan Elbridge Eagles with 13 points. Tyler Waldron with 12 points, Alex Pond with 11 points, and Dakota Holbrook with 7 points and 9 blocks. Solve 53, Mexico 43. Pulaski 50, Camden 48. Pulaski was led by Sammy Wood with 14 points and Isaiah Mullins with 10 points. Lafayette 58, Manlius Pebble Hill 65. Lafayette was led by Ryan Zajac 15 points, Dylan Lyons 11 points. Manlius Pebble Hill was led by point guard James Kelly with 28 points and sharpshooter Alex Abrams with 18 points. Faith Heritage at Cato Meridian. Faith Heritage 57, Cato Meridian 64. Aiden Retzos was the game's leading scorer with 31 points for the the Faith Heritage Saints with Shahad Sullivan with 19 points. For Cato Meridian, it was Marcus Ramakis with 18, big man Trevor Lockenheimer with 12, and fellow big man Robbie Krieger with 12. Weedsport 82, Fady Bias, Pompey 30, James O'Connor with 11 points for the Warriors, and Aiden Mabbitt with 11 as well. Fabius was led by Eric Beardsley, 16 points. Oh, I must also add Mitch Fioco, 11 points for the Warriors. Pretty balanced attack. I'm pretty sure, I think that game they had like four guys that had 11 points. Four guys. I know the three did. I believe there was another double-digit scorer. I didn't write that note down. Um, moving on, you got Marcellus, 30, Bishop London, 62. Marcellus was led by Tristan Jarvie with 10 points. And Bishop London was led by Jaron Buford with 14 points. And the lone game we had followed and tracked on Saturday, January 18th, Skinny Atlas, 73, PSLA at Fowler, 66. Nate Fouts, another big game for Skinny Atlas with 27. Adam, excuse me, Andrew Newman with 13 points. And Fowler was once again led by guard Jalen Brantley with 18 points and Jamal Harris with 13 points. That is our wrap-up rundown from this past week in review. Uh, Marcus Ramakis out of Cato Meridian with a couple big big games. And, you know, Nate Fouts, Skinny Atlas, a couple big games. Keep hearing Jalen Brantley's name and Zach Brown's name. These leagues are really fun. A lot of good talent. A lot of good talent in there. 
a lot of good teams, which we'll discuss some of the teams later on. One thing I did want to hit note on is I, I actually had an opportunity to take in the Faith Heritage Cato Meridian game. Uh, I've been wanting to catch Faith Heritage for a couple of years now and haven't had the chance to really make it work. And I made it work this year and I got to see Aiden Retzos play. I've heard a lot about him. You know, some of the players and the travel teams have talked about him. And I wanted to see in person. Um, I knew he could shoot it. I just wanted to see what else he had to offer. And I tell you, I was impressed at how easy he can get to the basket. And that's kind of what he looks forward to is the way he played in that game. It, it looked like he wanted to attack the rim more than shoot. And don't get me wrong, he could shoot the ball. He's a microwave. He heats up very quick. And uh, he showed that off. I believe he had five threes, five or six threes, I think. Um, and he shot the ball very well. And some points in the game, you know, they Faith Heritage lost by seven points, and I feel like they diverted a little bit when the ball should have been in Aiden's hand. I would like to see it as a fan, to see it in his hands a little more, um, especially when you're going back and forth in that game. There was a stretch where Aiden and uh, Marcus Ramakis were going bucket for bucket. It was fun to watch. But... Cato is a team, too, that's, uh, you know, another surprise team that I th- is my sleeper pick out of all the teams for sectionals. Is they've, they've got two losses to their conference teams, and you know, to Class B teams, <clears throat> excuse me, to Class C teams, and that's two points to Weedsport, four points to Onondaga. Their other losses come to a Class A school and two Class B schools. But we'll touch base on that when we get into the standings a little more. Um, I just uh, I just wanted to you know get that out that give a shout out to Aiden and you know and his game he's a he's a heck of a ball player and I was excited I finally got a chance to watch him play uh, and he was everything they said he was and it, it was fun to watch um, so we'll go moving on to the standings the standings for the season for the season up to date right now. In the Liberty American, we have Mexico sitting at five and nine, and in conference the division they're two and zero. Conference they're five and seven. West Hill sitting at six and four overall, five and three in conference and one and zero in division. Institute of Technology Central is sitting at four and seven overall, three and four in conference and one and zero in division. Chittenango three and eleven, two and seven, one and one. Homer six and five, four and four, zero oh and one, and Phoenix one and twelve, one and ten, zero oh and three. For the Liberty Central, we got Bishop Grimes eight and three, five and zero, oh, two and zero. Oh. Bishop Ludden ten and one, four and zero, oh, one and zero. Oh. Syracuse Academy Science six and five, three and two, zero oh and two, and Christian Brothers Academy is five and six overall, one and one in conference, and zero oh and one in division. The Liberty National. Casanova eleven and three conference record six and three two and zero oh in the division, Salve overall ten and three nine and three in conference five and one in division, Skinny Atlas ten and three seven and three in conference and one and one in the division, Jordan Elbridge is eight and four six and three and one and one in division, Marcellus is seven and four seven and three in conference zero oh and two in division, Hannibal is two and seven overall two and seven in conference and zero oh and three in division. APW Altmont Parish Williamstown is one and nine overall, one and eight in conference, and zero and one in division. 
the Patriot American. Onondaga leads the way at 10-2 overall, 9-0 in conference, 4-0 in division. Faith Heritage is 8-3, 5-3 in conference, 2-1 in division. Tully is 4-7, 4-3 in conference, 2-2 in division. Lafayette is 7-6, 3-5 in conference, 2-2 in division. And Fabius Pompey is 2-10, 0-9, 0-5 in division. Weedsport, excuse me, the Patriot National was led by Weedsport at 12 and 0 overall, 8 and 0 in conference, 4 and 0 in division. Cato Meridian is 6 and 5 overall, 6 and 4 in conference, 3 and 1 in division. Pulaska is 5 and 6 in overall, 4 and 6 in conference, 2 and 2 in division. Manlius Pebble Hill is 4 and 7 overall, 3 and 7 in conference, 1 and 3 in division. And Port Byron is 0 and 10 overall, 0 and 8 in conference, and 0 and 4 in division. I want to take a quick look at after going over these standings and just give you a couple of thoughts on some of the teams and what my opinion is and what I've been noticing um, in the Liberty American with uh, Mexico out to a jump on the, some of the teams in their conference. They're five and seven in their conference, two and zero oh in division. But West Hill has been hot as of late. They are pushing the string forward. And they're really starting to click. West Hill is my take in that division as far as the actual winner of that league. I think it'll be West Hill. Uh, Still got plenty of games to tell. I hope Mexico stays hot. It's fun to watch. And competition is always good. For the Liberty Central with Bishop Grimes and Bishop Lawton, it could be either one of them. They both played very tough schedules. Bishop Grimes is deceiving with their 8-3 loss. Their three losses... I don't believe any have come to a Section 3 opponent. I don't believe. I know they've been playing some teams out of Buffalo and Albany. They've uh, really put together a, a tough schedule this year. Coach McKinney is getting this team pumped up and primed up for a good run. Moving on to the Liberty National, which I think is one of the leagues where one of four, maybe five teams could win it. Um we have Casanova on top right now with Salve, Skinny Alice, and Jordan Elbridge. And Marcellus could sneak in there as well. I personally, in this one, like Skinny Alice just because of the Fouts kid. I just think he's the best overall player in that whole league uh, or conference division, whatever. It's just my opinion. Um, Casanova, as a, as a team, they all work really hard together. Solvay's got a couple really good guards. A Bogosi kid, stud quarterback. Very good basketball player as well. He's a winner, you know, and that, that speaks volumes on the basketball court or the football field. And Jordan Elbridge is a team, too, that's interesting because they uh, they just have multiple guys that get it done. You know, their defense has been really holding teams down. They had a single-digit loss to Bishop Ludden earlier in the year. Um, they just got guys that get it done. Could be Alex Pond, Jeremy Maley, Tyler Waldron, Dakota Holbrook, just to name a few. They uh, they have multiple scores, multiple threats, and that's always helpful when you try to make a run. Moving on to the Patriot American, you got Onondaga and Faith Heritage. Um, Onondaga, I haven't had a chance to see them play yet. I've heard they're really good. I haven't passed judgment. I'm hoping to get a chance to catch them. I believe they're playing at Weedsport coming up. And I want to try to catch that game. I think that would be a very good game uh, for small schools. Two of arguably the best small schools in Section 3. Um, and Faith, 
you know, other than not having much size, they, you know, they're going to struggle a little bit against the bigger teams, but I really would like to think that they can make a little bit of a push as well. They, they got some talent. When you got a kid like the Retzos kid, man, who can score like that, it's tough. They're tough to beat because he's going to keep them in every game he can, you know? Um, and lastly, we got in the OHSL Patriot National, we got Wheatsport and Cato. You know, Wheatsport's undefeated, 12-0. and Cato lost to Wheatsport in the first game of the season by one, or by two, by one basket, and I believe it was in overtime as well. Uh, that would have been a crazy game to be at. I know those games are, that's one of the best rivalry games around, uh, no matter what the record is of either team. And they're just fun to watch. As I said, that I think Cato is a sleeper. That's my opinion. I think they are a sleeper pick. Yes, they have five losses right now. Two losses come to Class B schools. One loss comes to a Class A school. One loss comes to Division Leader Wheatsport. And the other loss comes to the Division Leader across from them and Onondaga. So, you know, and those two games were lost by a total of six points. So that tells you right there that I believe that they're in it. As for the SCAC in the Oswego County teams in that, we got uh, that's currently led by ESM, East Syracuse, Manoa, 10-2, and 7-1 conference, 6-1 division. James of the Wit, 8-4, 6-2 conference, 6-1 division. Auburn, 9-4, 5-3 in conference, 5-2 division. Fulton. Nine and three, four and three in conference, four and three in division. Central Square eight and four, four and four, four and three. Portland five and six, two and five, two and five. Oswego three and nine, one and six in conference, one and six in division. And PSLA at Fowler one and ten, zero oh and seven, zero oh and seven in division. Now this particular division is intriguing to me, as uh, as close to. Um, Fulton as we are in Oswego, we can we kind of pay a lot of attention to that and and how they are doing. And I really like that Fulton squad. Um, they got a big test coming up, I believe, against Jamesville DeWitt, which will be a great game. And I think they have a chance. They could surprise some people. You know, Fulton is led by Coach Sean Broderick. And Sean does a fabulous job with these guys just getting them ready. You know, they they wear their warm-ups and they say culture on them. That is 100% a statement, and it's 100% accurate. Their culture is also a family, you know, and they do everything as a team. They they really they really work hard, and he's it's a, almost like a plug-and-play, like the next guy is up, you put him in, and he goes, you know, and... Coach has everybody ready. They're going to execute what he wants. They're going to compete whistle to whistle. And it's going to be fun to watch. You know, they're going to grind you out, wear you down, bang you up, and they're going to come at it. Um, I was fortunate enough to watch them take on Central Square, which Fulton ended up winning. Um, it was a f- f- great game, I thought. Um, early on during warm-ups, Fulton's leading scorer, Seth Grimshaw, got hurt and uh couldn't play in the game, and Fulton ended up squeaking one out against a division opponent who's right there in the field with him. Um, that was uh, that was a testament to Coach Broderick and what he's done with the program and 
what he does with the program keeps them all in line and keeps everything ready to go you know one thing right after the other they they just crank them out so it's it's cool to see it's fun to see and i wish them luck as i do all the schools that we cover in every school in high school basketball uh, to me high school basketball still is one of the best sports around so moving on from the standings let's look at the games ahead um, let's see we got tuesday January 21st, we got East Syracuse Manoa at PSLA at Fowler. We got Camden at Phoenix. Cato Meridian at Marcellus playing up against another B school. Cato is there. Uh, it's a good experience for them. We got West Hill, a Class B school, at Bishop Ludden. For them, as far as sectional points, that's playing up as well. And that's just a neighborhood rivalry. That game, you never know what you're going to get out of there except for some good basketball. You know you're going to get some good basketball. You just don't know who's going to turn up and who's not. Um, that that's that's another really fun rivalry. That's fun to watch. Um, Wednesday, January twenty second, we have Casanova at Skinny Atlas, which is one of my picks for the game of the week. I think that's going to be a phenomenal game. I might try to sneak out to that if I can duck out of the house for a little while. But that uh, looks like it's going to be a great game. Always is. There's another big rivalry. Jordan Elbridge at Onondaga. I think that's going to be a good game as well. You know, Jordan Elbridge is a B school, but they're playing Onondaga, who's at the top of the line, and they're in the C schools. They're mixed in right up there with with Weedsport. So it'll be interesting to see how that game plays out. Tully at Pulaski. Modern Day Academy at Weedsport. And Port Byron at Faith Heritage. Thursday, we got Oswego at Central Square. We got Holland Patton at Salve. We got Hannibal at Marcellus. Indian River at Institute of Technology Central. And then Friday, we have PSLA at Fowler at Cortland. Institute of Technology Central at Mexico. Modern Day Academy at Jordan Elbridge, Fulton at JD, another one of my picks for Game of the Week, um, APW, Omar Parish Williamstown at Port Byron, Tully at Cato Meridian, Lafayette at Pulaski, and Onondaga at Wheatsport, another pick for the Game of the Week. So I got three games of the week this week. Um, two of them are on Friday, one is on Wednesday. And we also have, to round out our night on Friday night, we got Fabius Pompey at Manlius Pebble Hill. On Saturday, January 25th, we got Clinton at Phoenix. We got Common Health at the Heights at West Hill. And we got Skinny Alice at Weedsport. That'll be a good game, a little crossover B and C action at Weedsport. You know, and that, we'll see how Weedsport handles that if it hasn't been rescheduled. I'm not sure it's still showing on their schedule. But, um, you know, with a hard-fought game the night before against Onondaga, that's the clash of two teams in the class is at the top of their division in the class C. So you know that's going to be a battle and then to have to come back the next day and play against a tough skinny Atlas team. Um, I guess the good thing you could say is you're at home. Um, that's a tough back-to-back no matter how you slice the pie. Um, it's a tough back-to-back. So Again, game of the week, Casanova at Skinny Atlas, Wednesday night, January 22nd. 
And then I got two games of the week on Friday, January 24th. I got Fulton at Jamesville DeWitt. I got Onondaga at Weedsport. If I have to go with a pick on Wednesday night, I'm going to go with Nate Fouts and Skinny Atlas on Wednesday. I think it's going to be a very good game, very tight game. But I think uh, the senior leadership will help them, and Fouts will get it done. Um, Friday, January 24th, between Fulton and Jamesville DeWitt. I think Jamesville DeWitt's too much at home for Fulton, but I believe it's going to be a good game, and Fulton will put a scare in Jamesville DeWitt, I believe. Um, Coach Braddock will have them ready to go. He'll have a scheme ready for them, and they're going to play. They're going to come after it, so that'll be a fun game. Onondaga at Weedsport. I'm going to go with Onondaga, uh, excuse me, I'm going to go with Weedsport at home. Um, it's a tough place to play, tough place to win. One of the best gyms to play in as far as home court advantage. They don't lose many games, and they definitely don't lose many games at home. They could be arguably one of the best home court teams in the section. They play very, very well at home, and it's a tough place to play. So I'm going to I'm gonna give them the nod on that. I think that'll be a tight game, but I believe with too many weapons, Weedsport will pull that off as well. So enjoy your week, and we'll look forward to connecting with you. Hopefully we see some of you guys out at the games. If you see us, feel free to stop by and say hi. Hit us on Twitter at CNY Hoops Nation, uh, or you can send your, any information you would like or comments or questions or concerns to us in our email at uh, what is CNY Hoops Nation at gmail.com. Again, I am Coach Will, and we will see you next week. And that's all we have for the CNY Hoops Nation on FingerLakes1.com.